Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be thoughts on texting. Well, I've got an email here from a dude who's 26 years old, and he says he's been watching my videos for the past several weeks. And he thinks while I have a lot of great information, he thinks I'm just totally wrong about his generation and that the phone really is only for setting dates. So we're going to have a little bit of a debate here. And I'm gonna clarify some things because obviously I don't think he really understands completely what I teach and why I say the things I say because it looks like he's just trying to cherry pick some info in the videos. But the reality is if things were going great, if his approach was working, he wouldn't be watching my videos in the first place because the reality is people don't come to me when things are going awesome in their life. They come to me when something is going sideways. 90% of the time, usually when something is going sideways with some kind of relationship they're involved in. So I had a quote that I wrote, and then we'll go through his email. See what we can do to set this dude right. Quote says, many guys make the mistake of using their smartphones as digital approval-seeking technological barometers of what women think and feel about them, as opposed to being a communication tool meant to facilitate setting appointments and getting together in person to grow intimacy, connection, and bonding. The purpose of life is to enjoy it. Use your phone to create great experiences and memories together in person, not as a digital substitute for living and experiencing life. And one thing I've noticed is, especially, it's usually the, the kids that are in college. It's like, I'll be sitting out at the beach sometimes and there'll be a group of like eight or 10 of them They've got their fucking selfie sticks. There's like, you know, a bunch of them in a group. And they're all just taking pictures of themselves at the beach and, you know, doing things with their phone. And they're not really hanging out and enjoying the beauty of being at the beach because they're so focused. And then, you know, they take a few pictures and they're fucking around with their Instagram and they post things. If it doesn't get enough likes and they go, oh, I didn't get enough likes. Let me delete that. And then they post another one. And it's like, so they spend their whole time at this gorgeous fucking beach and they're on their digital device, not enjoying it, not experiencing it, not fellowshipping with one another and talking and hanging out and just enjoying life because they're focused on trying to create this image to the world of how great and exciting their life is at the beach and how much fun they're having when the reality is somebody like me is it just kind of sitting there watching this and they're not really enjoying the beach. They're just, you know, they might as well be standing in their living room somewhere taking pictures of themselves all afternoon. It's just... To me, it's fucking absurd. We'll get to that in a minute. So he says, Hi, Corey. I've been watching your videos for the past several weeks and think that you give a lot of really great advice. However, there is one topic where I feel I do not agree with you, and this is your stance on texting. Well, dude, I teach what works. I'm not here teaching theory. 47 years old. I've had a lot of experience in my life, which you can read about in my book, and I've coached probably tens of thousands of men and women all over the world from every cultural and religious and societal background and I understand human nature and what works. You know, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. And the reality is if things were working, if your philosophy on texting was working, you wouldn't be watching my videos. I, you would have never even written me an email. But usually when people test and question me like this, they're just saying, are you sure, Corey? Are you really sure about this? Because they don't really believe in themselves. Their way is not working. And so they're, 
He's tweaking, trying to tweak my nuts a little bit and see if I know what I'm talking about or I really believe in what I'm talking about. For women above the age of 30, I think everything you say is correct, but, it's always a but, when it comes to girls in their late teens and their early, aren't you, didn't you say, he's 26 years old. Why are you talking to girls that are teenagers, dude? Their late teens and early 20s, I think it's a little bit different. Scarcity creates value, dude. That is a fact of life. And the overwhelming majority of guys, like the quote, what happens is the phone no longer really becomes about interacting with the other person. It's, you know, using, like I said, using it as a barometer, trying to be like Sherlock Holmes. Does she still like me? Because she doesn't seem to be as excited about texting me today as she was yesterday. And I did send her a good morning text every day for the last seven days. And she's kind of intermittently sending me good night texts when she said she wanted to send me good night texts every night. But she's not doing it every night, even though she said that's what she wanted. You got to look at what people do, not what they say. And the reality is women will do most of the calling, texting, and pursuing. And the, obviously, I don't think you've read the book yet. So that would be the first, and you can read the book for free. You can go and subscribe to the email newsletter and start reading it for free so you can learn the fundamentals. You can learn why I teach what I teach because the idea is if a woman is chasing you, if she's pursuing you and trying to get a hold of you and wants to see you and misses you, you don't have to ever have to worry about getting dumped. And if things were working out great in your personal life, again, you wouldn't even be watching this video and you would have never written me an email in the first place. So obviously there is a flaw in your approach and in your mindset and that's why you reached out so as you start typically what I teach is once a week you call ideally calling shows the most confidence versus texting because texting is a much lower risk of rejection calling is a much higher risk like I'll give you an example I'm 47 and about a month ago, I met a, a woman. I was at lunch with a, a buddy of mine. We just happened to sit down next to her and one of her girlfriends. Started chatting, got her phone number. She happened to be literally about an hour away from heading to the airport. Actually, when she got done eating, she went to the airport and flew back to her hometown. And she was 27. She's literally 20 years younger than me. Beautiful girl. Looked like the model Emily Rajowski. Fucking beautiful. And so anyways... When I, I called her, I was like, I had family in town. I was like, I'll, I'll call you next, I'll call you like next Monday, early, early next week, something like that, because I got family in town. And, and she was out, of, she wasn't flying back home directly. She was going to see family, and then she was going back home. So that next week, it was like a Monday or Tuesday night, I called her. And, uh, and when we talked the first time, first thing she said, I mean, I keep in mind, this is a girl who's one year older than you that say doesn't apply to you. you went, first thing she said to me, she goes, that's really ballsy of you to call me. I really admire that. And we started talking about that. And just about every guy that she meets barrages her with texting. They never have the balls to pick up the phone and call. And so right away, I was completely different than 99.99% .99 of all the guys that she meets. Now, this woman's very successful. She's a high achiever, very fucking confident very used to getting her way in life and she's not going to put up with a weak fucking guy that's got nothing going on in his life she's busy as hell she's in a management position 
in her career and she's got no time for bullshit. She doesn't have, she's like me. She's not sitting there all day on her fucking phone with her thumbs texting back and forth with all of her girlfriends. Maybe that's something that, you know, younger people do when they're in college and they got nothing going on. But here's a woman, again, who's one year older than you telling me how much she liked it that I had the balls to call her and talk to her on the phone. So, like I said, the idea is that when you meet a girl and you start dating, you call her once a week and you go out on, on one date, obviously in person. This particular girl is long distance. I decided that, you know, it's just, she had to be Christian Methodist. So obviously you can see spiritually our beliefs didn't jive. So, but point being is that she liked it. And this girl is the age that you say she's not supposed to like these things. But use the phone to weed out people that, because think about it from this perspective. If you can weed somebody out on the phone, you don't have to get together in person, waste time in person. You have to spend the money on them, you know, because I know for a lot of guys, spending money, going out on a lot of dates is an expensive thing. And let's face it, the reality is women use the phone to weed out guys by texting. They text a guy a bunch and then they tend to just disappear for a while. Now the guys that don't know any better, they get worried and they get fearful and what happens? Hey, are you okay? Something happened to you? And they start texting her more. And all that does is drive the woman further away until she just ghosts them and blows them off completely and goes, oh, I'm confused. I'm not ready for a relationship. I met somebody else. Then they just disappear from their lives. But scarcity creates value. And like me personally, it's like I'm fucking busy and I'm not, I'm not sitting around all day wanting to text and talk with, with people. It just it doesn't excite me. It's not compelling. And that's, that's the way I am. And it, I like to date women that are high achievers. So they typically have their own businesses, their own careers. They got things going on in their life. And they, they're not sitting at home with nothing to do. Now, I can understand if... I mean, if you're talking to fucking young teenage girls that are in high school or something, which, why, if you're 26 years old, why, why are you wanting to hang out with 17, 16, 17, 18-year-old girls? If they're living at home with their parents, they don't have a job, they got nothing going on, or maybe they're out of school or whatever. But if you try it, if you take an honest accounting of your interactions with women that you talk and you text with all the time, because like when I was younger, when I was your age, we had pagers, we had cell phones and we had regular telephone. And what I used to do was sit and talk on the phone a lot. And what would happen over the course of two to three weeks, we spent a lot of time talking on the phone, but not very much time in person. And what I realized as I got older that I was literally talking to these women who already liked me out of liking me. So while I'm chit-chatting on the phone, they're talking to other guys that are actually setting dates and going out with them and seducing them. And then I, about three weeks into it, I finally get around to like, okay, now I'm going to ask this girl out. And then, oh, I just think of you as a friend because I talked them out of liking me. But if you're using the phone to set dates, you come off as being mysterious, and especially if you have the balls to pick up the phone and call. I'd rather do that than bang on a keyboard anyways. Even with using iMessage on my computer, most of the time, it's I'm always going to pick up the phone and call because I want to hear a voice or I'm going to want to FaceTime or I want to Skype with her and then make it time to get together in person. It's the best way to handle it. And Like I said, you if you haven't applied it, 
you don't know. That's reality. And like I said, if you, what you were doing was working, you wouldn't have written me this email in the first place. I definitely think there is value to your theory of not texting too much. Well, it's not a theory. It's a reality. And I learned the reality the fucking hard way. But maybe you want to learn it the hard way. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep blowing girls up with their texting and not going out on dates. And you'll find yourself stuck in friend zone perpetually. That was my experience. And I've answered hundreds of emails like that over the years and other video newsletters where guys did the same thing that you're basically advocating for. And they got friend zone. They got blown off. They got ghosted. So, like I said, if you want to ignore reality, you're not going to be able to ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. So there's more to talk about when you meet in person. Well, here's, here's the other flip side of that. The idea is by calling a girl once a week and going out on one date per week is that as you go out and you have a great date and you start hanging out, having fun and hooking up, most women by the second are going to sleep with a guy by the second or third date. And usually the second or third week after you've gone out on a date, usually you'll start hearing from them within two to three days, either through a phone call or a text or a WhatsApp message or, or, or Facebook. It's something along the lines of, hey, I was thinking about you. Hey, I had a really great time the other night. Or, hey, I saw a movie last night and the character reminded me of you. What are you up to? When you hear that, you should be, oh, it's really great to hear from you. I'd love, you know, I'm real jammed up right now, but I can't talk, but I'd love to see you when you're free to get together. And you make the next date and you get together. So what happens as you start seeing each other more and more, you start out once a week, then it starts out twice a week, then usually by the third or fourth week, you're seeing each other two, maybe three times a week. Then you get around week five, week seven, maybe three to four times a week, maybe five times a week. And then usually around week seven, week eight, if you follow what's in the book, typically by week seven is usually where you get the, where is this going? And they start to fall in love with you and they really want, if they haven't already, want to get exclusive with you. And so if a woman is calling and texting you, because what typically happens, because it doesn't sound like you've had a lot of girlfriends or been in a lot of relationships. So what typically happens is when you have a girlfriend, is that you're either at her place or she's at yours and you're, you're seeing each other just about every single night once she falls in love and, and you're in love. That's just, it naturally happens. And so by letting her come to you at her pace, you facilitate that happening. You facilitate her coming to you. And I learned this because I had a girlfriend of mine that I was turning off because I was calling her and texting her too much and trying to force things because I, I was looking at the amount of time that we've been dating. I was like, why isn't she in love with me yet? And we were sitting down one night talking, and she says, I remember her, I can remember like she had her hand up here, and she's like, Corey, you gotta let me come to you. You gotta stop trying to force things. And a few days later, I was chatting with her mom one time, and she said the same thing, let her come to you. And it's just, finally the light bulb went off in my head, and I was like, oh, let me come to you, she said. So I just, I, you know, we were already talking and texting a lot, so I just stopped. I stopped, because we were already talking two or three times a day anyway, so I just cut out, my effort on that end and it was amazing within a month or so she was totally in love with me wanted to be exclusive and things were better than they'd ever been the sex was fucking amazing it was just it was a night and day difference it's because feminine energy is about bonding connecting opening up to receive love but women need time and space away from you to wonder about you to think about you to wonder what you're up to to wonder what you're doing 
there's no reason to be chit-chatting on the phone seven days a week and only going out one time. If a girl is reaching out to you just about every day on the phone, you should be seeing her just about every day. That's the reality. That's how it's naturally supposed to progress. But if you're making a mistake and you're only seeing the girl once a week and you're chit-chatting all the time, then what's going to happen eventually is she's going to get bored and go cold on you. Because some other guy that's a little better with his game is going to be making dates and getting together and hanging out and having fun and hooking up with the girl that you want to date. I know that from very painful experience. I've learned that shit the hard way in my 20s. And you're this, around the same age I was when, I mean, I was actually married at the same age. That was the year I got married when I was 26 years old. So... I mean, you can learn things the hard way if you want, dude, but I'm trying to save you from going through a lot of pain and a lot of rejection that I experienced because it's just, I mean, you're, you're involved in my work now. Have some faith. Read the book. The idea is to understand the principles. is not to be so much a robot. It doesn't mean you can't text a girl or WhatsApp a girl, but the point is, is look at it as a, a way to get together in person. I, I, I'm not saying you never text or call a girl. But like I said, when you're in a relationship with somebody, when you're living together, the, the texting and exchange is like, hey, do you need me to pick up some broccoli or you know, get some mac and cheese for the kids or whatever it happens to be? Those are typically the conversations that, you know, what time are you going to be home tonight? Those are typically the types of texts that you, that you get. Hey, I want to see you tonight. When, are you, you know, when can I come over? Hey, why don't we get a pizza tonight? If you're together all the time, it's just facilitating making that happen. The more you talk on the phone, the less you're going to be seeing each other in person. And it's just like salesmanship. It's like if you've ever called around to buy a new car, everybody wants to get you to come into the dealership. Now, why is that? Because they know if you're a real legitimate prospect, if you're really the type of person who is ready to pull a trigger and buy a car, you'll actually come down to the dealership and test drive some cars and look at them. If you're just a tire kicker, if you're somebody that's kind of bored and you got nothing to do and you're just kind of thinking about maybe certain types of cars, you're going to call and you're going to want to keep them on the phone and chit chat. And the reality is salespeople only get paid when they sell a car. And think of this same philosophy. You sell a woman on you because that's what you're selling here. You're selling her on your ability to be an awesome guy to have eventually, potentially, have a relationship with but by hanging out having fun and hooking up together in person you build that emotional bond you build that that intimacy and feminine energy is about bonding connecting opening up to receive love relationships dating labels and by allowing a woman to come to you at her pace it becomes her idea and it also starts to teach her that especially if she's used to t texting with all of her phones and you're just a busy professional because you're focused on your mission and purpose in life, that means it's going to create tension inside of her. Tension that can only be alleviated in person. And if you set her up from the beginning that the phone and texting is strictly for setting dates because you're a busy professional and you don't have time to chit-chat, you're going to create a hunger within her. You're going to create a desire to get together in person. And when it's her idea to get together in person, she's going to be all over you like white on rice, dude. Just making things way harder on yourself than they need to be. That's a reality. So he says, however, any girl my age that I have not texted on a consistent basis either seems to lose interest 
or more commonly feel that I do not have a significant level of interest in them. Again, you should be making dates, not chit-chatting. So if your texting is random, but you're not getting together in person, then you're not doing things right. And again, it doesn't sound like you've read the book. It sounds like you're just cherry-picking info from the videos. Girls in this age group either want to give or receive a good morning text every day. Good morning text should be something that's spontaneous because you want to do it, not be a robot. And when you're in a long-term relationship, you don't want to be doing having the commitment where I've got to send a good morning text or I've got to send a good evening text every day, unless it's something that somebody just absolutely has to have and they want. It's much more fun to be spontaneous because sometimes you're late for work and or things happen in the morning and you don't have time for a good morning text. And But you know, around one or two o'clock, something funny happened and your girlfriend reaches out to you to share that with you. Because when relationships become dull and they become boring when it's the same routine, day in and day out. Like I, I wrote about this in my book. I had a girlfriend of mine. We just finished having sex one time and it was, it was, it was a moment where I realized I'm not in love with her anymore and she could feel it. And we've been dating for, I don't know, it was two or three years at that point. And it's like she turned around and it's like afterwards and she's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, what do you mean? And I was inside, I was thinking, what the hell? I was like, I'm just, I love this girl, I care about her, but I just realized that I'm no longer deeply, passionately in love with her. And she could feel that my presence was gone. And we were talking about it in the kitchen after we'd taken a shower together and gotten dressed because I was going to take her back back to work because I picked her up and went to lunch and came home and had a nice nooner and, and I took her back. And she could tell that something was different there, that that my presence was gone. But, you know, the point being is is that I remember her telling me when we were in the kitchen, she says, I feel like everything is a routine now. She's like, I come over to your house and I know exactly what's going to happen because what had happened was over the course of several years at Dayton, we were doing the same thing. I go pick her up for lunch, we'd come home, we'd have sex. It was like the same process. We were going to the same restaurants, you know, she had a daughter. We were doing like doing the same things all the time. I was no, I realized that I wasn't being spontaneous anymore, and that was her way of trying to help correct things in the relationship, saying because it was it was boring. She knew exactly what to expect, and so that's that's another thing you don't want to be predictable. And I'm, I totally have never been into good morning texts or good evening texts every night. It's like when I've done phone sessions with people over the years. That shit becomes totally counterproductive because it's boring, it's predictable. It's a lot more fun to be spontaneous and get a little get a surprise. Instead of texting a girl every day, maybe you write a little post-it note. Hey baby, have a great day at work. I love you. I was thinking about you. And you tape it to the, the visor in her car. You don't tell her about it. And so she gets in her car, she's driving to work, the sun's out, and she pulls it down, and there's a little I love you message on her mirror. Oh, he's so sweet. She's going to, oh, I just saw the message. He's so cute. I love you. And she's going to send something like that back to you. The idea is be spontaneous. Be different. Don't be a fucking robot. And that's what it sounds. It sounds like your texting exchanges are boring. And that's why they're losing interest. And you're not getting together in person. If you're chit-chatting a lot on the phone, but you're not getting together in person, that's what's going to happen. The girl's going to lose interest and some other guy's gonna get their interest. Women like a guy that's direct, decisive, gets to, gets to the point, knows what he wants, and goes after it, and doesn't dither and hesitate all the time. 
He says they want to send text and Snapchats on a daily basis. I agree with that. Most women will want to have either a phone call or a text or they'll send you something. And the reality is it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. So it's like if they, haven't, if they, if they text you in the middle of the day and you're in a meeting and two or three hours go by, they start to wonder about you more. They start to think about you more. They even start to worry about you a little bit. And then three or four hours later, when you're out of a meeting or you're, or you're about to get in your car on your way home, hey, babe, got your message. Sorry I was in a meeting. You know, can't wait to see you tonight. I'll see you at 8 or I'll see you at 7. And just that time and that space in between when you took your time to get back to her caused her to like you, Ma. Caused her, it gave her space and time to wonder, is he not into me as much as he was? Does he not like me as much as he was? And then when you reach out, you're sweet and you're loving. So you confirm that you care, but there's that space in between where you're talking that allows that sexual tension to build up, that, that anticipation to build up, and then it gets relieved in person. So, like I said, if you read the book, it would really help you self-diagnose where you're going wrong. It says, but if you go two to three days without communicating at all, they will likely start seeking attention from other guys. Well, again, I can tell you don't know the protocol in the book. You don't know what I teach. You're trying to cherry pick. You're just, you're making things way harder on yourself than you need to be, dude. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but this has certainly been my experience so far as a 26-year-old male. You just got to clean up your, your texting game and being more definitive in your actions, getting together in person. They'll be all over you. They'll be wanting to show up at work in the middle of the day and see you. I mean, if you have the ability to have your girl come to work. And I, for the last 20 years, for the most part, I've always had my own business. So that was, that was always a nice thing about owning your own business, that if your girlfriend wants to stop by in the middle of the day, she just show up or text you and say, hey, or, you know, I'm in the area. I'm going to be in the area. I was wondering if, if I could stop by. I was like, sure. Doesn't like having your girlfriend stop by your office in the middle of the day, putting your phone on mute and having sex in, in the office where you're surrounded by everybody else. You know, you got to be quiet as much as you can, obviously. But that's what's fun. It's the spontaneity of a relationship. What's going to happen next? You want to be unpredictable. You want to be mysterious. You want to let things naturally evolve. It, it's it's exciting. It's like think about it from this perspective. How you know when you watch a movie, you might watch a movie that you really really like maybe two to three times, but most of the time when you see a movie, you're not going to watch it again. Now why is that? Because you already know how it's going to end. How do you feel when your best friend goes, dude, uh, the guy dies in the end of the movie? And you're like, thanks a lot. I haven't seen the fucking movie, asshole. It kind of ruins the ending. We don't want to know what's going to happen. One of our core human needs is variety. So we've got to have some variety in our lives. And that's the beauty of just kind of going with the flow. Because when a woman really starts to miss you, when that tension builds up inside her, that's when she reaches out. And that's when you use that as an opportunity to get together, to facilitate getting together in person. So if you haven't got my book yet, you can go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen to book whatever coaching option you want. 
And to get the book, you can subscribe to the email newsletter, which on a mobile device is the first thing that you're going to see when you go to any page of my website. If you're on a desktop version, the email subscribe box is going to be to the right-hand side. It'll send you a link in your email. Just confirm it's your email, and then that'll once you confirm it's your email, that link, that you, the button you press, yes, I want to confirm that I want to subscribe, it'll take you right to the members area, and then you can start reading the book. And then you can go get the the Audible version. If you sign up for an Audible free trial, you can actually get the Audible version for free. And I will talk to you soon.